Welcome to Kingdom Family Talks, the podcast of Leif Hetland and Global Mission Awareness. Hello, everyone. This is Leif, and welcome to Kingdom Family Talks. In a world where there is storms and crisis and a lot of noise, how do you find shalom? How do you find peace? And how do you tap in to the very wisdom of God? We're living in a season where we do need an upgrade in wisdom. And every believer learning to make some wise choices. Wisdom is going to be your greatest friend on a daily basis to take you through this storm to the other side. Because God wants to use this out for good because he loves you and he's called and you are called according to his purpose. So welcome to this podcast and I'm going to help you to make some wise choices. I do want to take a few moments and just reflect a little bit about the climate that we are all experiencing as this incredible global uh, epidemic of uh, or the pandemic of this coronavirus just in the end of December where a lot of people heard prophetic words about It's 2020 and how amazing it's going to be. And then in the middle of it, uh, January, it started where we started to hear news. And more and more of this started to grow. And eventually right now, you cannot turn off the news channel. You cannot... do anything without being affected by this climate that is actually now hitting the whole world. In the earlier stages, including myself, to be honest, I didn't think it was going to get that bad. Uh, I was even kind of smiling in in the middle of it, was just thinking based upon my past experiences, I thought this is going to be fine. We're going to make it through this one too. uh, But then uh, the further we went along and I ended up, uh, I was supposed to go to Korea uh, and stop by Korea on my way in to Malaysia, I saw practically speaking, this is affecting me because I'm going to be canteened for two weeks if I go to Korea. So we changed the ticket to Japan, but now the question was, are you coming still? Because right now you're heading right into Southeast Asia with what's going on. And how do you make a decision? Because we have people from about 19 countries and already we had several hundred started to cancel and it was not going. And are you supposed to go or not go? And you had to make some decision. How am I supposed to live? Do I live by faith or do I live by facts or do I live by fear? Or which voice am I supposed to listen to in today's climate? And then there were so many different voices and there was so much different noise. And in the middle of it, how do you find peace. And I remember just even as I got home from Southeast Asia, and perhaps you're not feeling too good, and the worry is, uh, do I have it, or how do I get tested? And so we go through all of that process. And then you're thinking about also, how do I take care of my family? How do I take care of my staff? And how do you take care of actually supporting people all over the world? Uh, when do you start to cancel things? Are we supposed to do the next event, the next international trip, the next conference? I've had a few places that have called me and said, hey, I believe we need to do it. We are not going to go. We're not going to live by fear. And then the next day, the government goes in with an advisory and saying that only 10 people can meet in a room. So who are you going to listen to? Are you listening to the government and you're honoring the government and the authority, or are you going to go your own way? So in the middle of all of those questions, and there are many, many more questions that I believe that many of us are facing on a daily basis, I realize what we need 
more than anything else in this season, is an upgrade in wisdom. We do need the very wisdom of God. And especially us as believers, we need to tap into the wisdom for your personal life, for your marriage, for your finances, and to be able to make daily wise decisions. And then I was thinking about some scripture verses that God gave me about four years ago as I listened to Andy Stanley. And it was from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 17. So last night, this just hit me because I've realized in the last couple of weeks, I have not made all these wise decisions. I maybe made some good decision or bad decision, or I even made a decision that was based upon my circumstances. But I just felt last night, what should I throw overboard or what, what, what do I need to do or not to do? And there were so many voices and there was so much noise. And then I remember these verses. Be very careful. Ephesians 5, verse 15 to 17. Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most, making the most of every opportunity. That was every opportunity. Because the days are evil. And I do believe that all of us can recognize this coronavirus is a very evil virus. And is doing something that is affecting uh, all of us to so many different degrees. Therefore, it says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And these verses just hit me on a personal level. Life in the middle of everything that is going on, I want you to tap into the wisdom. Do not live like you're unwise, but tap into the wisdom. What is the wise thing to do? In the middle of it also, you need to understand what the days they were living in, what's going on in those days. Make sure you make, make sure that you get the nutrients out of every opportunity, both the good and the bad, but at making sure that you get the nutrients out of it and making wise, wise choices. So I just wanted to set that as a framework because we're getting questioned in all the time. And hopefully I can just be a guide be a papa, be a father, and just be able to help us to find some calmness in the middle of the storm. And some of us, as I'm saying, maybe there's a mile in front of us, but we're going to take one step at a time, and we're going to step in the right direction towards until we get to the other side of this, and then eventually that we've had an upgrade in wisdom as a result of it. So what are some of the questions that is coming in? And one of the first question or people are asking me, how do I know this is a wise decision or what would be unwise? How do you actually deal with it? And part of what I have done in my season, I am always looking at my past experiences, meaning the memory stones. I'm looking at all of the things that I've been through so far, and I would have to recognize what God is doing instead of what God was not doing. Recognizing that based upon my past experiences, based on where I'm at right now, meaning the timing issue, because for some, if you're in a winter season and we're in the earlier stages of a storm, based upon the present circumstances, but also your future hope and dream, what is the wise thing to do? One of the things that I follow as part of wisdom is peace because I've realized wisdom follow peace. So should I hurry to the grocery store and should I just now making sure that I have for the next two months, stop for a moment, based upon the past, and some of you say I've never been through this before, based upon where you're at and where you need to be, what is the wise 
thing to do. Like myself, practically speaking, we do have a few things so that we can maintain ourselves, not just to maintain ourselves, but also to be able to be a blessing to the people that are around us. We're not going to live in fear. There is enough food supplies. So practically speaking, based upon our past experiences, meaning that we have been through a lot of storms before, personally speaking, but also as a country, based upon where you're at right now in your life, and your future hope and dream. And it is different if you work hourly and you're trying to find it from a paycheck to paycheck and you need rent. Maybe one of the wise questions for you is, should I talk to my landlord? Can we see, and even do not just take that for granted, but to see, could they wait three or maybe two or three months to, to see to this is over? So, or thinking about also when you don't know what to do, where do I need to go? So perhaps there's family members, perhaps there's other friends, but when you don't know what to do, you need to know where to go. That's a very wise thing. So at the moment when I'm being overwhelmed and I see I don't have this right now, then I'm thinking about who is it that I'm connected to that I can come together where we can work on this together because you're part of something bigger than yourself. You're part of a family. So I'm encouraging you, first of all, do not panic in the middle of it. Second of all, find peace, find peace. And when you recognize there is not peace, don't move when there is not peace. Should I sell my stocks or not? Or what about my retirement? and I know the stock market is going down or watching this going up and down. And I do not go in here and tell people what they're supposed to do. But I do ask you, first of all, just ask the question, what is the wise thing for you to do based upon your past, based upon this is where you're at, but this is where you want to be. If it is a year from now, five years, 10 years from now, what would be the wise thing for me to do? And then the next thing you will get is peace. When you follow wisdom, you know there's going to be peace. And if not, lean even further back into his presence so that you can receive his peace because wisdom follows peace. Follow that peace which passes all understanding. It will guard your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus. Follow his peace because he's the prince of peace. I think that's what we will know in today's climate, there's a lot of different voices. I turn on Fox News and there's some voices there. Then I turn on CNN, there's a lot of voices. I'm looking at European papers. So to be honest with you, I've been feeding myself with a little bit too much news. And there's a variety of news. Of course, you have all the specialists, all of the specialists. And then you have all the statistics. And in one moment, you're hearing that, wow, it's not going to get so bad. And then later on, everything changes again. So for us as sons and daughters, because the Bible says, my sheep hears my voice and they follow them. One of the first thing I always do is I'm going back again to my identity with my sonship. I always find rest when I'm going back to being a son of Papa God or for you to be a daughter of Papa God. Why is that important? Because then I know my father is my provider. My father is my peace. I can trust my father. He is a good, good father. So I get back in my identity in the middle of everything that is going on. What the enemy wants us to do is to focusing on who we are not instead of who we are as sons and daughters. But then practically speaking, then when I'm getting into a place, I know who I am and I know whose I belong. And for me, just part of the big picture of things that I know that there are some bumps in the road, but I have seen the ending, how it ends. It started very well and it ends well. So that helps me as a big picture. Not that it's going to give me comfort today. We need wisdom for today. So I'm saying that just with all the different noise, get back to your identity of who you are and who you actually belong to. Then from your identity, this flows from intimacy. 
Find that intimacy that you have together with him. Don't forget your robe, which is your righteousness, but also your ring, your signature ring, which is also your authority. So what I would encourage you in the middle of all of that, I know that God, when God speaks and he speaks in his voice, first of all, he speaks very fruitful language. What do I mean with that? Love, joy, peace, patient, kindness, all of those things. When I know it's there, it is in an alignment with a fruit that I'm abiding in Jesus. I'm at rest in my identity and I know who my father is. When I recognize fear, anxiety, I'm not saying those are not circumstances, but I recognize that that didn't come from the father because he says, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but I've given you a spirit of power because you are powerful. I've given you a spirit of love because you are lovable and I'm giving you a sound mind and wisdom flows from that sound mind. So that's 2 Timothy 1.7, a key verse for this season. So I realize that when I don't hear his voice very clearly, it's because there's a lot of noise. Then take your notepad, write down some, what are some of that noise? Is it all the news that I'm listening to? Or is it some of my friends that are sending me some of the conspiracy theory and I start to listen to it? And I'm identifying the noise, or it's some fear about my future, or even how to do payroll, or whatever it is, be clear about it because the more clear and specific you are about that, then you're consecrating that. Let's place that before the Father and then saying, okay, what would be the wise thing for me to do in here? So find peace in the middle of the storm and you do that from your identity and that intimacy. You're focusing on who God is and instead of who he is not. Don't be distracted by what the enemy is doing because you're not able to see what God is doing. God is not the one that is behind us, but in the middle of it, what God has an incredible thing. He says he uses all things out for good. You can trust him that if you just coming into the alignment with a loving father, he's going to take the nutrients out of all of those different things, and he's going to make something good out of it for you. That gives you hope. Do not allow anything to kill hope or to steal hope. Hope is going to be one of the things that helps you to see that a light in the end of the tunnel. This thing's also, we're going to get through this. So listen to that still small voice. Look at his face. He's not nervous by what's going on on a global level. Look how he's going to use this out for something good. And it is going to lead to a major, major view of the goodness of God that we have an opportunity to demonstrate in how we see the people around us. I do believe that most of us at least eight, nine out of 10 people that are watching here, one of the big question is, how, how do I spend or invest my time, my talent, and my treasure in a right way? Because we are living in a season right now, the easy thing for me would to hoard the little thing that I hoard, because what, that's what fear says. The other thing that I will do is now kind of use a lot of my energy, either just to listen to bad news and we panic. And what we're doing is we're burning up a lot of energy on things that is not going to matter in the big picture. What I'm realizing, and I, I can be honest, I was whining instead of shining through the first part of this. Uh, but as I spend some time with the Father and I come into this place of rest 
with the father in the middle of the storm. The father was just whispering to me because I realized I have an opportunity right now to sharpen myself in this season, to feed myself up. So when everything is said and done, I will be sharper than I've ever been before. So for me, it's I, I'm making sure I feed myself well with the things that gives life. I feed myself with wisdom. I wanted to listen to things that is going to give me faith, hope, and love, and to be able to make a difference. So when it comes to my time, I do want to keep up with what's going on in the world. So what I do is I just take about 10 minutes of the top of the hour when there's newscast, and I just listen to a few of those different things, get the nutrients in, bring this before the Father and say, based upon what I've heard, what is the wise thing for me to do? What is the wise thing for me to say? When it comes to your finances and the resources, I encourage you not living in fear, but I encourage you also right now, this is perhaps not the time to going out and uh, because Pain seeks pleasure to, to start shopping. And I think very few of us would probably do that because most of the things will be closed. This is not the time to operate in fear, but it is also to be a very wise steward. And part of the reason of the good stewardship is also it's going to give us an opportunity to be able to bring blessings to the people that are around us. So this is not about just me and what I'm going to do, or it's not just about my family, but I do believe that God is going to use this in a very powerful way with the little resources I have. I'm going to take my loaves and fishes. I'm going to give that to Jesus. He's going to feed the multitudes, and I believe there's going to be 12 baskets left over. And I think one example that just touched me yesterday on the news, there was this lady that I watched. She was a young, I do not know if she would be a believer, but I interviewed her, and she works for Trader Joe's somewhere in Atlanta. And in the interview, she certainly recognized all the needs. People were rude. People were panicking. People, I mean, things was empty on the shelf. And she decided to do something about it. And she put it out there. Is there anybody that is elderly that I can, after my work hours, just bless? I can do shopping for them. I, can, I know what's going on in the grocery store. So I can at least use my skill to make a difference. And she's been blown away by the response. And there were so many people response. We want to do this together. We want goodness and kindness to rule in the middle of everything that's going on. She didn't have much resources, uh, but the little she had, she took those loaves and fishes, gave it to Jesus. He's blessing it. And right now that's being multiplied. And a lot of other people, I think one of the best way that we can certainly get our eyes away from ourselves is by taking our eyes on somebody that perhaps have a greater need than I have and to be able to bring a blessing to people. And it is more blessed to give than to receive. But I do believe that we need to be wise steward of the resources that God has given us. Even then, if you're getting a check from the government and everything else, making a priority of some of the things that you need, perhaps even set aside some of that to be able to be there, to be a seed for somebody else's need, because this is an opportunity for us to be able to demonstrate the goodness and the kindness of God just like this girl at Trader's Joe. I do believe each one of us can play our little part, but when we are coming together with all our small little loaves and fishes, we're going to see the multitudes is going to be fed with the goodness and kindness, and we're going to see those baskets left over when everything is said and done. I do know that one of the big questions for many of us is, how do I take care of me? Uh, and then I could eventually, uh, for some of the business owners, we can just cut everything else and I can take care of me or take care of my wife or take care of my children, uh, the closest to us. And perhaps, especially with the uncertainty, we don't know if this, if there's anything left over. And I would just even encourage us here 
to be able to, we maybe have to change some of the lifestyle. I kind of smiled because we have a pretty nice size house. And I realized that even where we're living now in America, we have twice the size house than what they had in the 1950s, but we have half the size family. And I do not know, but I was just saying, what if my grown kids have to move home? What if I have to make room for somebody else? What if, and I'm still going to be on the top 1% in the world. So I'm saying that there's going to be some adjustments, and it is for all of us. It's adjustments from the government. It's an adjustment for the business owner. It's going to be an adjustment for the worker on whatever stage in life we're at. All of us, this is an adjustment in life where we do need to simplify our life and just seeing what is what is the basic needs that we have and to have food and water and have some of the basic needs that we have, then we will have some abundance left over to be able to help other people with the basic needs. So this is a season to recognize the difference between some of your needs and some of your wants. And second of all is to set something aside. And this is part of what I'm planning to do in this season is to say, God, I do want to be able to have abundance so that I have an opportunity to be a blessing to the people around us. So I will look in neighborhood watch there's these apps that you can have but see is there anybody elderly that are perhaps at home or is there anybody else in the next circle that have lesser than you and asking God even for me going out to the grocery store see if there's someone there that I can be able to recognize that Holy Spirit leads me to bring a blessing to so I'm encouraging you there is enough do not allow in fear to coming in that there is only one pizza and everybody has to fight for a pie. Now, just remember, Papa, God owns the bakery. But be wise with this. Be led by the Spirit. Just ask the Holy Spirit, lead me to somebody. And you cannot make a difference for everyone, but everybody can make a difference for someone. So my encouragement to you, start in, the, start in a small thing, and you're going to be surprised, just like the woman there in, I think it's the first Kings chapter 5. She started to pour oil into some of the needs, and there was more and more oil. As long as she borrowed empty vessels, there was going to be oil. And I just feel there's a prophetic word for that in this season. There's going to be oil, as long as we're also seeing some of the needs, pouring oil into some of the empty vessels that God brings us. Not for us to run around everywhere, but who are some of those empty vessels that God is bringing us and pouring some oil into that, some resources, some blessings, some encouragement, some life. And then you're going to start to see that he will supernaturally continue to provide oil as long as we're pouring into the empty vessels. So I think that's going to be a word of wisdom for this season. When you don't know what to do, you know where to go. And there's, you're going to get oil. We're going to get everything that is needed because he's going to supply all our need according to his riches and glory. You can trust him.